Hallelujah. God is a good God. So I know several of you are not, uh, didn't vote because uh, you're underage. You'll vote one day. <laughs> but aren't you glad that God has helped us and we are post-voting and we are here today. Now, it, that, you know, it doesn't matter who you're supporting. You better renew your mind now. Believers renew their minds. And not criticize, but do what you are called to do is to pray. But I do believe God has answered our prayers in this nation more than anything else. You know, you know be- believers in Christ, you're not supposed to be uh, how do you suppose? I suppose we're not supposed ever to lift up politics above Jesus. In other words, when we meet, then our the, the place, our place as believers that we hold so high, is our relationship with each other in Christ. If we think that way and we we we, we renew our minds that way. We'll never have divisions in the church because of our political system. Because we have one unfailing God that is forever, is enthroned in heaven, forever. Amen. What was it I was praying? Which meeting was I in? Oh, yeah, I remember this leader's meeting last evening. I saw, Father, thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus, that we don't have to elect you. You are king forever. Amen. Amen. Can you imagine of that? Electing Jesus all the after five years? Thank God not. He's our king forever. But let me read to you some things here and then uh, together we believe God to move forward. Uh, Those who are here on Wednesday, 27th July, we prayed here in in the spirit, and the Lord gave us a word. And then I say this towards the end of that prayer. I believe I have some utterance concerning this nation. And I say, if I have protected this nation and shielded it in the past, and I shall do now, I still do now, and will protect your nation to shield it from all the attempts of the evil one. I will shield this nation Again, Now that was on 27th. Like a hen stretching out her wings over, over her cheeks, I have stretched out my wings to protect this nation and to shield it from all the attempts of the enemy. So later on I was looking at this prophecy, oh Lord God, where are the wings? What do you mean by the wings? You know you speak, you're not thinking of it. You understand, it's not like something you're thinking like, let me go to the mirror you know, like in the afternoon, like a day like today. Let me go to the mirror and, and see how I'm going to prophesy. Uh, I will shield you. No, this is not right. Let me try this other one. I will shield this. And then you come and prophesy. You understand? It doesn't happen that way. Because you're not even thinking about it. But you start praying and you start sensing uh, the spirit of God wanting to say something. Then look at this. Like a hand stretching out her wings over cheeks, of her cheeks. I have stretched out my wings to protect this nation and to shield it from all the attempts of the enemy. Let's go to Psalm 91. Because you've been praying for this nation, have we? 
Have you been praying in the spirit or praying based on a party? Uh, you pray in the spirit. You pray being led by the Holy Spirit. So let's go there to Psalm 91. I'm reading from the New King James Version so that you can look at it together from the New King James Version. And then I'll say something also from the Passion. Look at this. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And then he says, uh, I will say of the Lord, let's say it together. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. Let's say it together. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I will trust. Now that's exactly absolutely trusting the Lord, no matter what the outcome. You, you understand? Now look at this. Let's go to the next one. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. And then he says, uh, he shall cover you with his feathers. Oh, okay, you see that? He, under his wings you shall take refuge. So you see always when you say something, then if it's, it's coming out, you need to, to look at the scriptures. What, does this, what do the scriptures say? You know? His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Now, that does not mean, just, just go back there, just that does not mean God actually has wings, but is the, you remember the cherubims before the throne, the mercy seat? That means this. We can always go, like in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, we can always go to the throne of grace that we may obtain what? Mercy and grace to help us in time of need. That's what God has done in this nation. And that's what we'll keep doing in this nation. And there will not be the will of the enemy of thriving in this nation. What does he want? Kill people? Disorient people? Disorient the nation? No. So I don't want you to be political minded. I want you to be Christ-like minded. Or the anointed mind of Christ. All right, now, now look at this then. So, so he says this, so let me go back then to, to that. Um, uh, like a hen stretching out her wings over her cheeks, I have stretched out my wings to protect this nation and to shield it from all the attempts of the enemy. So see my will and don't, do not hear the words of natural men influenced by the kingdom of darkness that are speaking over your nation, but listen to the words of my spirit and the words that I'll give you to speak over your nation. That was 27th, and the third, he gave us Psalm 35. You remember that? He gave us Psalm 35. And then we, we prayed it out on that, on that Wednesday third. And then the fifth, we were here that evening, in the, the worship night and prayer night. And, and, and so you're worshiping the Lord. As we started praying in tongues, I said, Lord... Give me a word. That I may pray to say, I gave you the word. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> so I went back to Psalm 35 and we read it. And we did it this past Sunday. And I hope you've been doing it. I want to ask you, but let me see. How many of you have gone and said it in your own time of prayer? So if not being followed, okay. No condemnation. But... Listen to this. We agreed together and we prayed it out. Listen to this. When the word of God comes in your midst, 
It's the rhema word of God for that time. You need to take it and mix your faith with it. And say it. Remember, he says this. So see, uh, okay, let me, let me say something. So see my will and do not hear the words of natural men influenced by the kingdom of darkness that are speaking over your nation. They are doing that in, in, in you know, all TV stations, channels. They are doing that in the newspapers. They are doing that in media. If you want to get all, all, all information, every negativity, if you want to know how to do maths, you understand? If you want to know what is the 100.01, you'll, you'll hear all that. And you'll repeat them. You see? And you start calculating, is it 14, 1.4 million and 20, or is it... Uh, 142,000. You know, you start just going into, into an on and on and on and on. But if you go back to the word of God, you'll find the word of God. Listen to this. God upholds all things by the word of his power. Now, it's so easy to get caught up in that and discuss. It's amazing. It's so easy right now to call someone and say, so how do you think about this political situation? Oh, people even don't talk, they have opinion. They know even where the commissioners live. They know even what they ate for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, people have so many opinions. They know even supposedly how that was done. The portals, they know the serial number. You know, they just know those things and they are Mr. Ignorance. But all of a sudden, they have this revelation. Hey, we're supposed to get, to get involved with what the word of God says and keep saying it. I refuse to fear. I say I refuse to fear. Our nation is going forward. And it shall establish the plans of God in our generation. And let me tell you something. As long as the church is on this earth, let me say for this, on this earth, and let me say since I'm speaking about this nation, as long as we are here on this, in this nation, I'm telling you, the devil is in trouble. Because we stop his attempts, and his, whatever he plans to do, we stop him. Why? We know how to pray. You remember Genesis 18? Uh, let me, we'll come back into this. Let's go to Genesis 18 here for... Sometime. Some of you are looking at me as if you are politically inclined in a certain way and this other way. But let me tell you something about uh, what you are going to believe and tonight you are going to pray for. is uh, for the healing of our nation. We need to get quickly into that. The healing of our nation. Why is that so? As a nation, we've been divided. We have six, those of us who voted, we have 6.9, I mean, what, million voting in a certain direction. We have seven point something voting a certain direction. Don't you see that our nation is divided? Don't you know that people are wounded? So what we are going, we are going to do, we'll be even more sensitive praying for people and for the healing of our nation because we need that. You know, that, that, that politician said that 
Yeah, you know, don't, don't put these things in your heart. Just put them in your lungs. Then after the elections, you just, and you're gone. It's, that, it's gone. It's past you. Really, that, that, that is a fact right there. So it's, our nation is defi- divided. And we are believing God tonight as we pray for utterance. For utterance. Y'all are not responding? You are responding? For utterance. We are going to go boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain what? Mercy and find grace for our nation in this time of need. What's our need now? Healing as a nation. We need this nation to be healed from all the, the wrangles and, and on and on and on. And all the foul wars that have been filling the atmosphere. Hatred in the media. Those social medias have hatred. I mean, if you talk about clashes in the media, the people answer each other. They hate each other. We're going to pray for that for our nation tonight. Okay? So Genesis 18, you, you there? So remember, he's, uh, God is about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Wicked, wicked city. Remember, we, we get the word even uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. We, you've heard it even now. It's used common in language. You're sodomized. What is what? That is the homosexual, I mean, on, on, and on, and on. It came from that nation, Sodom, from that city, Sodom. That's terrible. Uh, I don't know why there's a place up there they call Sodom. I don't know why they call it Sodom. Uh, up in, in Kangemi. There's a place called Sodom. There's a stage actually called Sodom. But did you know there's, a, there's spirits there? And probably if you start following up, you realize there's so much Sodomy there. They're looking at me as if you don't know what I'm talking about. And the Lord said, look at this. Uh, so, so he was going to destroy that nation. And then verse 20, uh, Genesis 18, 20 says, And the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is what? Very grave. Leaning to death. Grave sin. I will go down now and see whether they have done all together according to the outcry against it that has come to me. And if not, I will know. Then the men turned away from there and went to, towards Sodom. And Abraham still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? And then verse 25 says, Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked. Say the righteous, the righteous. are not slain with the wicked. They are not. That's why if it's a plane coming down, the righteous should come out of it. In our plane, even if we are, there, are 50, there are 20 righteous people in that plane, and the plane carried like 300 people, those 20 would come and say, Phew, that was close, but that's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Hey, don't ever in, include yourself with the natural people without God. Now, it's because of the grace of God that is given to us. 
It's not how good you are. It's because of his grace and his mercy that he has revealed Christ to us. But when things are happening in the nation, don't look at yourself as one of those wicked ones. Go before the Lord and just humble yourself and say, Lord, I believe this for our nation, for you to be able to deliver it. That's what Abraham did. And he's our father of faith. Look at this, what he says uh, in verse 26. So the Lord says, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, do you think we have 50 in this nation? Huh? We're just 50? Uh, how many are we here today? 30 or something? Huh? Just, just look at this. 50 started with 50. Righteous within the city. Then I'll spare all the place for their sakes. The 50. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed now I am about, I'm, I'm but dust and ashes. What is that? What is that? Within a, uh, indeed now I am who I am I. Who but dust and ashes have I taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord? What is that? That's humility. That's humility. We know without him we can do nothing. We know that. We know without him we can do nothing. Listen this. We are nothing without him. And always you need to acknowledge that it's because of his grace and his mercy that he has brought us where we are. And ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there are five less than the 50 righteous. Would you destroy all the city for the lack of five? How many are those? 45. So he said, I, if I find 45, I will, I will not destroy it. And he spoke to him yet again and said, this is intercession. Suppose there be 40 found there. Are we about 40 here tonight? He says this, I will not do it for the sake of 40. I will not destroy this nation if I can only find 40. Now he says this. Then he said, oh, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak. Suppose 30 should be found there. What did the Lord say? I will not do it if I find 30 there. Do you have at least 30 in this nation? And he said, indeed, now I've taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 should be found there. In other words, listen to this. What he's showing us here. In intercession... You don't stop. You continue. Until you know now this is what the will of God is. I do believe probably if he came to, if you found even one, the Lord will have looked at him and said, I think I will not destroy it because of one. But it probably stopped too fast. He went on. He went on though. Let not the Lord be angry. If I, verse 33, I will speak but once more. Suppose 10 should be found there. We have a place to shout. We have a place to shout now. I say we have a place to shout right there. How many? We have a place to shout for the salvation of our nation. How many? Ten. 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 He says this. Ten there. He said, I will not destroy it for the sake of ten. I thought you were going to go and jump and all that. He said, this is the nation. This is the salvation of our nation right now. Ten. Ten. Amen. That's wonderful. I, he said, I'll not destroy for the sake of ten. So the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham and Abraham returned to his place. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? No wonder this nation has been protected over and over by God. 
I'll be sharing some things after this. I believe the Lord will give me more insight because it's not just the elections. And and many times we pray so much during the elections, but after that we stop. That's why so many times when I hear so many meetings now when the elections are closed, oh, we have this church, we need to come on. Oh, we have this meeting, we have this meeting. We need to come together. And I say, I won't go there. Unless really the Lord tells me to. Why do we wait until when the elections are? That's when now we are passionate praying for the nation. We need to pray for the, for the right structure to be laid out in the next five years and see some things that are being set right in this nation and for the next 10 years and it go to the next generation. Am I having two parties here tonight or what? You are looking at me like, we, if, if you, you, are, you went in a certain direction, we're praying for you tonight to be healed. You understand? To be healed. But how many of us want our nation to go forward? I want that. I really, I want that. Or how many wants to be hanging on television for the next 60 days of the uncertainty? Nullification and on and on and on. Hey, the system of this world are not perfect. We, you and I don't have insight unless God gives it to us. But listen, I want our nation to move forward. I said the same in 2017. I said it in 2017. I want you. I stood right here. Do you remember that, Miss Ruth? I came and said, we are moving forward. When there was every kind of uncertainty. Let me say something. We are moving forward. And we are not going to be political minded in church. We are going to be Christ-minded in church. And we, 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 we start moving forward and believe God as we, we pray by the Holy Spirit. Now then. So I'm speaking, if you are inclined to us at a certain direction, you're being healed right now. Don't worry. Okay, look at this then. Um, and let me go back to that word that the Lord gave to us on 27th. So, see my will, and on and on and on. So, then he says, For you see, when I give you my words, and you speak them over your nation, they are powerful to change the plans of the enemy, and to remove the plans of the enemy, and to establish my plans for your nation. Faith was. Faith was, empowered by the Holy Spirit. They have to be faith was. They establish the will of God in a nation. Let's go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1. In verse, let's see over here. Let's start from verse. Let's go start from verse 4. Are you there? Then the word of the Lord came to to me saying, to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Good news right there. Do you think that is particularly just for Jeremiah, Brian? Do you think it can apply to you? Before I formed you uh, in the womb, I knew you. That's amazing. I knew you. And then he says this, before you are born, I sanctified you. What does that mean? Set 
you apart before you are born. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Now you may not be a prophet, but don't you know that God has ordained you to do something for him? Yes. Can I get your response? Yes. yes. But pastor, I don't know. Ask him. He's all knowing. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Let's go to the next one. Then I said, ah, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I'm a youth. Now you see youth? You see? He says, I'm a youth. So what does that mean? He was called by God as a youth. There's hope for you, Mdavadi. Can you think about that? He was called by God as a youth. Youth, we have to serve God. I didn't get any response. Youth, you need to serve God. God wants to serve you, to, for you to serve him at your age. And look at this. Um, it says this. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Remember that, that word that, that we just read uh, concerning his words. He says this, For you see, when I give you my words and you speak them over your nation, they are powerful to change the plans of the enemy and to remove his plans and to establish my plans for your nation. So what does that, how is that established? It's established, says, you shall go to all, to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. That's how the will of God is established, through words of God. I've been speaking about utterance for some time. Let's go to the next verse, please. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I'm with you to deliver you, says the Lord. And then he goes on to say, then the Lord put his hand and touched my nose. Huh? This is not the nose is not your problem. That opening right under about an inch, some, some one and a half, some three quarters of an inch. <laughs> That's where the problem is at. The hole is with the walls. What do you see in the media? Walls. What do you see everywhere is walls. How did God create, create everything? Through his walls. So what does he want his people to do? To take his words and speak them. So then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. That's where the problem is, not your nose. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Now see what follows. Then he says this, See, I have this day set you over there. That's a youth, yeah? I've said to you over the nation. Listen, what, what was it that was making him have that authority was because God called him and then that's not enough. God gave him the words to speak over the nations. God is giving us, he's given us, he's continuing giving us and tonight he's giving us a fresh word to speak over our nation. I'm believing God. You believe in God with me? Yes. Fresh words for him, for us to speak of our nation. That's the utterances of the spirit concerning our nation. And that's what you're doing. Look at what those words do. God's words in the mouth of a believer does this. Nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down. What is it rooting out? The plan of God? Whose plan is that? The plan of the devil to destroy and to throw down 
That's the plan of the devil. And then to do what? To build and to plant the purposes of God. That's our assignment tonight. And we'll get to us by faith. And speak them of our nation. So you see that. So do, do you see that? I'm, I'm still expounding. Do you say, for you see, when I give you my words and you speak them over your nation. Are you seeing that? If I give you my words and you speak them over your nation, they are powerful to change or remove the plans of the enemy and establish what? God's plans for, for your nation. So all that you are seeing rooting out, pulling down, destroying, and throwing down is the removal of the plans of the enemy. And the building and planting is the establishment of the will of God. How is it done? It's done by words received by faith, by believers, and spoken of. So what are you speaking? Huh? You see, if you all want to speak, it's Azmio, Kenya Kwanza. Azmio, Kenya Kwanza. Azmio, Kenya Kwanza. What are you establishing? <laughs> Listen. The Azmio doesn't build. The Kenya Kwanza doesn't build. But there is a build. Let me show you something over here in Hebrews chapter 3. <clears throat> like you say here in Kenya, we together. Huh? Like you see here in Kenya, we together. Okay, all right. Now let's go to chapter 3. I want to show you something. Hebrews chapter 3. Look at verse 4. <clears throat> okay, you there? For every house or every nation is built by someone. But he who built all things is God. And how does God build things? Through his word. You see that? I'm taking it a bit of like a, out of context, but that's a principle. For every house is built by someone. But he who built all things is God. Go back to Hebrews chapter 1. We're in chapter 3. Go back to Hebrews chapter 1. Uh, okay, look at, verse, look at verse 1. God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets has in this last day spoken to us by his son. And then he says, whom he has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the walls. And then follows next is this who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and, look at this, upholding all things by the word of his power. So how does God build all things? Through his word. Let's go to Hebrews 11, just over there. I want to emphasize that. Because we must receive his words. I was talking to a certain brother. They are Victor Faith Church members, but they live out of town. They, they moved and went out of town uh, years ago. And he was telling me, Pastor, I was in the office on that prayer, prayer, praise, and worship night. 
was going on and, uh, on the 5th, and he said, I watched that, and I participated. When it's time for time to pray, I was praying with you. And then he says this, uh, and you came up and spoke that Psalm 35 and prayed it over. When I left the office going into my, my, into my house, the atmosphere had changed within me. I knew there was peace in this nation. That's what we need. That's what we need, church. But how is it when we set our faith on God's word? Our full, our trust fully on God's word. Okay, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Oh, he didn't go there. Uh, it says, now by faith, now faith is the substance of things, of for the evidence of things not seen. Look at verse 2. For by it elders, the elders obtain a good testimony. Verse 3. By faith, look at this. We understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. Let me see a little bit over here. Are you seeing where we are going with this? Only Martin? Only Martin is seeing where we are going with this? You all left me with Martin. You went home. Are you still here and you're quiet? Are you seeing where we're going with this? Yes. Look at this. Let's read, let's read from the... Uh, this version is I'm looking. Let's read from the Amplified version. No? Uh, the Amplified, just the Amplified version. Let's, let's look at that, uh, Steve. It says now, verse, verse 3, where we were. It says, by faith that is with inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the world's universe or ages, remember we are in an age also now, ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, put in order, and equipped for the intended purposes by the word of God. What does the word of God say? We use our faith, speaking the words of, of God, the word of God, and what happens? We frame, we create, we form, we put in order, and we equip our nation for the intended purposes of God through the word of God. Whoo! <laughs> It's a word. It's a word. It's not my word. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Help my MCA to be uh, my uncle who's standing vying for MCA to be elected. That's not the way you pray. <laughs> Via the voice, say, No, I will not have your relative lead anymore. No, it doesn't talk that way. But you see that we don't talk that. We don't pray that way. What are we looking for? We're looking for intended purposes of God. Remember what I've spoken over and over God, again of the eternal purposes of God? And I'm going back into some things there. Kenya has a destiny and a purpose to, has a purpose to fulfill. And we have to believe God. Hey, it's done even... When believers are praying, I'm going to look at this for a short while. When believers are praying and are in their place, 
They have taken their place in high places, uh, I mean uh, in the heavenly places, their position in the heavenly places. What happens? The purposes of God are being fulfilled even through men with weakness and even who, have no, who don't know Christ. But men establishing the will of God in high places. What does it do? It removes the will of the enemy and establishes the will of God for the nation. So listen to this. We must be above political parties and individuals. We must think that way. Do we need healing in our nation? We are believing God tonight for utterance, for the healing of our nation, for the healing of the hearts of people. The people just there, I mean, they are being so hard. Some of them are like just rotten. They just smell. When they speak words, they smell foul. Why? Because caste is the one who puts trust in a man. Told you, even if it's my dad who was vying for that position, didn't pass. You know what I'll use? My faith. All through. Even if it's my dad. Until dad, you didn't win. I don't know if God resisted you, but <laughs> but you just you didn't win that, so let's move on. Let's live above this. You understand? And and, and, and this really have to and, and you'll always have people who'll fight, you know, and, and on and on and on and and dissatisfied. But that's not our place to, to judge of dissatisfaction and all that. Our place you've been called to pray for all men. All men, church. That's what you're supposed to pray for. Why is that so? It's the will of God for all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. I was praying even this afternoon and I was just seeing that love of God. Praying for people. You don't want to have a, to want a sick nation. You understand? Know, Do you know what bitterness does? It causes sickness and death. And you know what that it means, what it, what it does to the next generation? Sick parents, they give birth to sick children. They may look physically okay, but they are sick. Why is that so? They indoctrinate their children with their bitterness. And that perpetuates wickedness and evil in generations. So we have to rise up above this and pray. So you're seeing that. You see, do, do you understand why, why, why I read all the scriptures? I wanted to show you in this manner uh, 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 what, I, what the Lord gave to us on that 27th to say this. You see, when I give you my words and you speak them over your nation, they are powerful to remove the plans of the enemy and to establish my plans for your nation. So are we done praying? No. Even when it seems like the, the, the dust has settled, we haven't, we're not through. Okay? So I commit to pray. Do you know what I do? I commit to be praying for the president-elect and his government. Now you may be like, pastor is not over. I don't care. I tell you this. I commit to be praying for the president-elect. Can we agree? Why is that so? Because God commands us to. 
I've prayed for Mr. Uhuru Kenyatta over the years. I'm telling you, when believers are removed from this earth, they think they'll have a government. Maybe there'll be believers in Christ where we're gone. Phew. Oh my goodness, this, this nation will rot of the wickedness that you'll be in. And that's what will happen after the rapture. The godliness, godlessness that will exist in the, in the nation after the church is gone, don't be left behind. We're going home. You'll be praying for your elections alone. <laughs> Not you, I mean. The ones that will ref- refuse to go with us, they'll be praying for their life. But us believers, we are gone. <laughs> Party time in heaven. Now listen to this. So listen to my words. Listen to my spirit. Hear what I'm saying by paying attention to the spirit, to my spirit and my word. As you hear, so shall you speak. Go back to that Jeremiah. As you hear, so shall you speak. For I will enable you to see, I will enable you to hear, and I will enable you to operate in the realm of the Spirit for the sake of my plans and my purposes for this nation, says your Father. And God has shielded us, and God will shield us. And we love one another as a nation. Sometimes I like the way we just, you know, people just joke and continue living. The election. And, I, and, and they forget about this election and keep, start moving on. Of course, you'll have those who don't know, uh, who refuse to follow the Lord. They will criticize everything. That's fine. But as we are of faith, our words should carry more weight in the spirit realm and be able to speak the will of the Father. All right? So let's go now to Ephesians chapter 6. Then we'll pray. I want to uh, release you, if all possible, a little bit early. We had a break last week, so we, we, we agreed we come back here today. Anyone who came last Wednesday and then you missed us? Then you decided to pray the whole of evening? Oh, faith, you came. No. <laughs> no. So, but, but we decided, let's come back today and thank you for coming. Uh, uh, sometimes, when, that's what happens. Sometimes you, you don't have one Wednesday and then you go the next and people think, are they still going to meet? Yeah, we're going to meet. We'll continue meeting. Okay, let's go to Ephesians 6 then in, in verse 10. I'll do a little bit of reading. Then we get ready to pray. Finally, my brethren... So what are we looking for? Let me emphasize this. To hear words by the Spirit of God and speak them out. So tonight as you are praying in the Spirit, I want you to be listening to the Lord. Okay? Youth, be bold. Jeremiah, we see what he says there. Uh, oh, we already moved on. It's Jeremiah, but, but what he says, I'll I touched my mouth and put his words in my mouth. And what did he say? I have I've put my words in your mouth to root out, to pull down, to destroy, and throw down, and to build and plant. With what? Words. 
However, do you know how, how powerful it was? Uh, have you ever even walking down the streets? I mean, I don't do that. I'm always protected. Praise God. But, but baby, you are whispering. I mean, you are whistling. Oh, Jesus, God, you've been good. Jesus, you love me too much. Oh. And then you on and on and on. And you're seeing that song. And then you meet someone even don't know you. And, and you, oh, Jesus, you love. And then the person uh, turns and they say, ah, food I you know, you know, You know what food I is? Food I know. And then all of a sudden you are, you don't know even the person. You get so offended. And if you're not careful, that song is gone for, for all, I don't know, for hours. You understand? What did he, those are spirits, demonic spirits. They just were, spoke through that person called you a donkey. Are you a donkey? No. In fact, you should, you should turn and say, and Jesus loves you too. And you just move on. Listen, 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 listen to me carefully. Jesus said this, bless those who curse you. Do you know how to be out of any irritation and all this, what the demons will try to spew out on you? When you bless them, you have removed completely the effect of those words. So they, they tell, tell, call you off for that, for that, you know, I say, hey, Jesus loves you, praise God, hallelujah. And he just move us, hey. And then say, you look, you are so different. Yeah, I am. I carry the love of God. Am I? Have you ever, have you ever seen young people, have you ever seen someone crying? He called me a donkey. Are you repeating what they said? Can you imagine, Mom Ruth? He called me a donkey. Are you a donkey? No. So does that matter? Nobody called me a donkey. <laughs> you ever seen people do that? And the more you repeat it, the more you believe it. Now think about that's in the negative. That's how powerful words are. And you know, you had been joyful, but those words just crush you. Let me tell you something. What about when you take those words of faith and speak them in the realm of the spirit? I'm telling you, they break the power of the devil because the word of God is light. It fills everything that he's tried to do. Amen. I'm, I'm yet to see, uh, you know, you go into a, into a lift and all that and greet people. People are just, look, and you greet them with a smile in the morning. Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Have I done it? You want to see the level of your boldness? Are you going to lift and people are quiet and you, you just step in and say, hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good, good, good morning. I've done it a few times. And, and you know what? Usually I think, I think like, this guy probably owns this building. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that day when we were doing Mount Kenya University and doing some business there? And I found the students, well, they were all, all in, a, in, a, you know, in the lift. And I said, hey, uh, young people, good afternoon. Is it afternoon or morning? And they go, oh, oh, 
they, they all resp- responded, you know, just look, they responded. And then I told Miss Ruth when he came out, I said, yeah, they don't know if he's a new vice chancellor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did they say so? Did they say so? Yeah, you great people. Cause some light, a life around your career of life. Amen. Amen. Don't go into the lift and then you tiptoe like them and just in your corner. Come even closer. Anyone alight? You go disembarking what? Floor two? That's fine. Go. God has stop it for you. It's occupy. Young people, you start doing that, you realize you're so bold, you fear nothing. You fear no man, you fear no devil, you fear nothing. Because you're a carrier of life. Do that many places. I mean, I've, I've, seen, I've, I've seen that attitude. I'm talking about attitude. I've seen that person, you're driving a certain direction, and someone comes, and they are the ones you know they are wrong, and they do something to you. I just, and, and you go, and you have not even looked at them. You don't see their face. You'll never meet with them. You cast them. You don't need to. Most I say, I bless you in the name of Jesus. That's what I say. Oh, I forgive you, and I bless you in the name of Jesus. I continue driving. And you know what I've done really over the years when I'm driving and a person makes a mistake and I overtake them, I don't look at them. <laughs> I, I really don't. You understand? I feel like you're looking at them and you're an attitude. Who's that fool? I just don't look at them. I just continue driving. Okay. Yeah, look like, I don't know. Okay, let's, let's finish this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of and in the power of his might, put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Are you seeing that? So you know the wrestling is with what? The wars. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age. Do you remember the, or how that, that the, the word of God framed what? Ages. So the ruler of this, so listen to this. We topple them with the word of God. We stop their maneuvers with the word of God. And, and there, again, a spiritual horse of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole arm of God that may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand. To stand, stand therefore, having guarded your ways to the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having showed, I wish I would be able to, to I, I wish I had time to say all some things I would have said in this, and having showed your feet to the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery deaths of the, deaths of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So he says, you have this all armor, and listen to this, now it's time to attack. Praying always with prayer and supplication, the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the sins. And for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open, listen to this, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. What is that? That's your weapon also. When you have the utterance, of heaven. You're speaking the words of heaven. Do you know even when you're teaching by the Spirit of God what is happening in the minds and hearts of people? You're rooting out. You're pulling down. 
You are destroying, you are throwing down, and you are doing what? Planting or building and planting the word of God. Heavenly structures in the mind and hearts of people. Amen? Therefore, I'll say this one more time, and then we'll pray. So tonight, we believe God to give us words as we speak them of our nation. For them to be powerful, to remove the plans of the enemy, and to establish the plans of God. So I want you to listen to the Lord. As you are praying in tongues and praying in the understanding, just listen to him and he'll give us words. Hebrews 4.16 says, Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And that's what we need for our nation, for the healing of our nation. Lord, heal our nation. Amen? Heal the hearts of individuals. Even in this room tonight. Thank God you can. Amen? All right. Stand up on your feet, please. I want to do some uh, kingdom business here. Come, Holy Spirit. Okay, let's, let's, let's lift up our hands and, and just, let me, let's pray this prayer after me. Say, Father in heaven, we offer ourselves to you. We ask you, Father, to forgive us for words that we have spoken that are not of faith. Forgive me, Father, for speaking words that are not of faith. I've spoken them of our nation, of our political system. I ask you to forgive me, Father. Now I open my heart for your purposes. Cleanse me with the precious blood. Representing this nation as the righteous ones. We ask you, Father, to heal our land. We forgive. And we ask you, Father, to forgive us from bitterness, from disappointment, from every kind of division and hatred. Forgive us, Father. We ask you to pour out your spirit into our hearts and heal us and give us the words of heaven. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and you can continue that. Just speaking to the Lord and, and just let's believe God tonight for his utterance. Miss Ruth, do you have anything to pray? You do? Hallelujah. Glory. If you can stay in the same attitude of prayer, don't disengage, just stay. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, our hearts are filled with, with thanksgiving. Our hearts are filled with the praises to the Most High yes, God. Sir. Thank you, Father. Lord, we recognize what you have done. Yes, we recognize the works of your Holy Spirit in this nation. Yes, we recognize the peace that you have reigned in this nation, O oh Lord. The word of God in Isaiah 32, 15 says, until the spirit is pulled out upon us from on high and the wilderness becomes a fertile field and the, uh, and the, and the fertile field is valued as a forest and the effects of righteousness will be peace and the results of righteousness will be quietness and confident trust forever. Then my people will live in peace peaceful surroundings and a secure dwelling and an undisturbed resting places. Our Father, you, tonight, you, we are so grateful yes, for the outpouring you. of your Spirit. Genesis reminds us that when the Spirit of the Lord hovered and the Lord spoke, there was creativity that became evident. Tonight, Lord, your Spirit has been poured upon our spiritual minds tonight, O God, that we can understand the importance of speaking the word over the nation. So Therefore, our Father, as we are so thankful for the outpouring of your Spirit, O God, we speak your word. Psalms 107 says that you sent forth your word and you healed them and you delivered them from all destruction. So tonight, by the action of the Spirit of God, we declare your word in the executive of this nation. We declare your word in every area area and sphere of influence over this nation, oh God. We declare peace, the outpouring of your spirit, oh God, turning the hearts of men to righteousness. So we declare tonight, oh God, the infusion, the diffusion, the transmission of your word, the disclosure of what is righteousness into the hearts of the people of this nation. Our Father, tonight, we declare there is peace. There is peace in the heart of yeah, your people. Yeah, yeah. We speak peace yeah, in yes, the hearts yes, of your people, know. oh God. We speak peace. We release the joy of yes. the Spirit Thank of God over Lord. this nation, yes, oh God. And therefore, Father, as the blood of Jesus yes. is speaking tonight, yes. it speaks into the communities, yes, it speaks into the high Thank offices, it speaks into the hearts yes, of men and women, and in the name of Jesus tonight, the people of this nation are reminded that cursed is the man who lays his trust on another man. But blessed is he whose faith and trust is in the Lord God Almighty. Because you never lost a battle. You've never lost an election, oh God. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, we enthrone you again over this nation as the King of Kenya, as the Judge of Kenya, as the Lawgiver over this nation, oh God. And therefore, our Father, by faith, 
we declare over this nation a smooth transition. A smooth transition in the name of Jesus. Your word says that where two or three shall gather and declare a word, it shall be established in heaven. We said the keys, the keys of faith tonight, and we declare, O oh Lord, an edge to contention because we understand, O oh God, there is no rulership that comes into possession without your authority. Father, we are not aligned to any party, but we are aligned to the prosperity of the nation, spiritual prosperity of this nation by the action of the Spirit of God. Father, tonight we are declaring healing of hearts, healing of hearts, healing of hearts in, in the name of Jesus. And in the same action, oh God, we declare the healing of the economy of this nation. We refuse to go back, oh Lord, to, pro, uh, to poverty. And therefore, we declare this nation move forward. And by faith, we declare this nation is not wasteful. We are not going to waste our resources, oh God, on just kingship. In the name of Jesus, we have already declared you are our king. And therefore, we follow your precepts. By the word of God tonight, oh God, we declare comfort and consolation. Comfort and consolation, oh God. This is what the Bible tells us. That godliness with contentment is great gain. Gain does not come from the elements of, the, of this world that are natural. Gain comes from the life of the Spirit. Therefore, to those who are looking unto you, there is no loss. Scripture reminds us, oh God, that for the joy that was set before him, Jesus endure the cross looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our salvation as we declare Kenya takes its position Kenya takes its place Kenya fulfills its purpose oh God in this final years of the unveiling of the return of Christ Kenya becomes godly Kenya becomes righteous Kenya carries the gospel Kenya carries the gospel Kenya carries the gospel of Jesus Christ therefore in the name of Jesus we declare order and we declare a structure, heavenly structures, heavenly structures in our government, heavenly structures in our court uh, 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 justice, heavenly structures in our school system, heavenly structures in our corporate world, heavenly structures by the action of God, we declare our nation is righteous. We refuse to be ashamed again on the global map as those who fight over authority because we only recognize one authority. His name is Jesus. The name that is above our name. His name is Jesus. And his word is what prepared us to the greatness as a nation. So we infuse this nation with your word and therefore we will enjoy 
the effects of righteousness be exalted in this nation in the coming weeks oh lord our god speak for this nation fight for this nation rule in this nation bring justice in this nation oh god that the world will look back and say for sure there is a god who raised and rules in kenya and we thank you and we bless you for it in jesus name amen hallelujah thank you father we worship you and honor you, Lord. If you can have that, that Psalm 35 there on the screen, Pastay, Pastay, Bakash. Glory, Shadas. Just stay right there in that place of prayer. Glory, if you can go to the latter verses there and the starishi and Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's Psalm 35, yeah? The Passion Translation. Go to the latter. Start there from verse. Where am I looking for? Oh Lord our God. Thank you, Lord. Look, look at this. Um, uh, just a moment, please. Thank you, Father. Ingida prashada ba. Oh, master. Let's go to verse ten there. Come on now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Verse ten says. Okay, it says all of it is so good, but but it says uh, from verse seven, for I did not, I did nothing wrong. Which you say this nation has not done nothing wrong to them. They set a trap for me, for the nation wanting Kenya to fail and fall. Surprise them with your arm, be sure, Lord, and catch them in the very trap you set for for this nation. Let them be the ones to fail and fall into destruction. Look at verse nine. Then our fears will dissolve. Have you had some mass and grace? And are, are you realizing that fears that people had are dissolving? Then our fears, let's read verse 9. Then our fears will dissolve into limitless joy. Our whole being will overflow with gladness because of your mighty deliverance. Look at verse 10. Every side, let's read together. Every side inside of me will shout it out. There is no one like you, Lord, say it. There is no one like you, Lord, say it. There is no one like you, Lord, say it. There is no one like you, Lord. Help our nation. For look how you protect the weak and helpless. Are we weak and helpless without him? Yes, we are. From the strong and heartless who oppress them. Do you know who's that? The devil is the oppressor. He's a bully. But you know what? Our nation is covered and protected. And there's a scripture there. Look at verse, verse, verse 3. From verse 2. It says, put on your armor. It says, put on your armor, Lord. Take up your shield and protect me. Rise up, mighty God. Grab your weapons of one. Block the way of the wicked who come to fight Kenya. Stand for me. Stand for this nation. Stand for Kenya when they stand against Kenya. Look at this. Speak over my soul. I am your strong Savior. 
and we say it. You sent your word and healed us and delivered us from all our destruction. To the soul of this nation, we say the Lord our God is saying to you, Kenya, I am your strong Savior. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your words. Going into the hearts of people and healing people. You speak into our nation. Every part of this nation today, every heart of individuals, Kenya, the Lord says, I am your strong Savior. And we thank you, Father, our Savior, our Redeemer, the one who shields us from the will of the enemy. And we plead the blood of Jesus, of our nation here tonight. We plead, let's say it, we plead the blood of Jesus over Kenya, of every homestead, of every child, of every man, of every youth, of every village, of every city, all over this nation, we plead the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for victory in our nation and we praise you Father and I bless you in the name of Jesus every one of you Amen and Amen Hallelujah Hallelujah just shout and give him praise Hallelujah Hallelujah Praise God Hallelujah I saw something in, his, in, in prayer you see with your eyes of faith. You understand? It's not like I had an open vision. I saw something. And she confirmed it. Because I saw it. I saw. I said, prayed. I came to a place. Remember, we pray from the high place. Came to the place. And it looked like Jesus was right there with me. And, and said, would you look down? And when I looked down, I saw the whole nation so green. Green. Rich, green. Uh, I thought, okay, Lord, he ever showed me a dream which was so clear, it was more of a vision than a dream in 1998. And years later, it turned out exactly that. And it had also of a farm that was so green. And he gave me the interpret interpretation of it much later. But then when I saw that, then Miss Ruth, when she came up, she said, read that from verse 15 of Isaiah 32. And I say, yeah. And remember, uh, I prayed actually with understanding. Pour out your spirit, Lord. Pour out your spirit. When I started seeing that, then Miss Ruth came and read the scripture until the spirit, put it there, please, verse 15. In um, the New King James Version, Isaiah. There are four things that the Lord showed me of the reality of the spirit realm. First is the word. Second, you'll be conscious of the Spirit of God living inside of you. Third, you pray much in the Holy Ghost. Fourthly, you pray, you give thanks, praise, and worship. Those are such keys. Because you can hear something, you can see something, but it has to be verified by the Word of God. 
So look at this. Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. That's what I saw, a green field. What causes that? An outpouring of the Spirit. And look at this. And the fruitful field is counted as a forest. And it goes on and on. He said, then justice will dwell in the wilderness and righteousness remain in the fruitful field. And then he says this, the work of righteousness, that's my favorite scriptures of being led by the Holy Spirit. The work of righteousness will be peace and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. How does that outpouring of the Spirit happen? Go to Deuteronomy 32 verse 1. And I'll never forget those, the first time I ever heard this was Pastor Kala, maybe 2002, teaching on that. Or 2003, I'm not sure. Deuteronomy 32, verse 1. Listen this. It says this. Look at this. The pouring of the Spirit. Look at this. Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak. And for what, look at what follows next. And hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. How will they come down? Go to the next one. Let my teaching drop as the rain. What is that teaching? Was. As the rain, my speech distill as the dew of our nation. And rain drops on the tender harp and as showers on the grass. Fresh. Fresh teaching. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You're not excited as I am, but that's fine. If you, if you go back and start meditating on that, you start jumping in your room and, and you say, what? Why are you doing this? I say, finally understood what Pastor, Pastor Davis was speaking. 